Hey y'all, it's Cam. Hey y'all, it's Destiny. Hey, it's Jada. Hey y'all, it's Jay, and you're listening to Four Deep, a podcast with four black women and their twenty somethings who aren't afraid to get deep with it. And y'all already know what it is. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. If y'all need me to spell it out for y'all, it's F O U R D E P E P P O D Four D Pod. And if you're listening to us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe, turn on those post notifications. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, don't forget to like and subscribe. And at the end of every episode, let us know on a scale from one to four how deep we got. I think this one's going to be a four deeper, but y'all are going to have to let us know something in our comments and our DMs on our Spotify poll in our... I don't know. Anywhere else y'all want to leave us some love at? <laughs> I don't know. Take it. I wish you get it. Let us know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Today's definitely going to be a four deeper because, you know, we're talking about my favorite topic. And that's GLD. GLD. <laughs> so today we are talking about submitting it to God. This is like the topic is of just saying it and it coming out my mouth is already deep submitting it to god that's probably like the number one thing that we have issues with yeah we can believe in him but ooh, see handing over that yeah. control is something baby so um who, who gonna kick us off with the quad quote okay, I'll kick I'll us off. okay. okay go ahead. well you read you did it the last episode okay. yeah yeah go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. okay all right <laughs> so our quad quote for this episode is god can do far more with your surrender than you can do with your control Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mike, how did how did that leave y'all feeling? Repeat Thoughts? it for him one more time. One more time for the people in the back. They ain't hear me. God can do far more with your surrender mm. than you can do with your control. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that. We yeah. in your house today. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. up close and personal in my bedroom. um I could just go when I first read this and I mean it don't get no it don't get no realer than that honestly like all the yeah this this gonna be a far deeper for sure because (laughs) all of this like let me get comfortable in this seat because that's just so real we think we are in control of so many things and I mean, God shows us time and time again that we are not in control. We have all these plans, all this, this, all this, so much going on. And we think, okay, if I do this, I'm going to get here. This is my plan. Da-da-da-da-da. Even with the smallest things. And it's like, we're not in control. And yeah. we stress out about the things that we don't have control over. Right. If you really think about it, the things you're stressed out about is because you don't have control over it. You don't know what to do. Da-da-da-da. Yeah. Just, just stop. Because yeah. once you stop, God can do so much more with that. If you just let him do his thing, you in his way, trying to control mm. every which thing, which whatever, get out his way. Gosh, mm. you want too much. <laughs> so yeah, he can do far much more when we just give it up to him. And it's definitely easier said than done. And we're going to get into that. But yeah, this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I wanted to share um what I shared with y'all off pod um about how this this has really just been the theme of this weekend has been obedience and giving yeah. it up to God and surrendering. Um and I was telling them that I feel like God really gave me like a a revelation about obedience and it is kind of like listening to a parent. And I was telling them how if you think about it, like if a kid is trying to cross the street and the parent can see down the down the street that a car is coming and they yell at the kid, stop. And the kid is questioning and still doing what they want to do because they feel like it's right. They can't see that car that's coming 65 miles per hour down the road about to smack them in their face. Oh, but the parent can. And the parent said, stop. So when they said, stop, stop, y'all don't have time to sit there and, and guess and question and, you know, try to do things your way because you can be really standing in the way of death right there. Okay. You could be standing in it and God's trying to save you from it, but you're questioning mm-hmm. him. 
but you just don't know. And it's like, he in that moment, he doesn't have time to sit there and say, stop because a car is coming. No, there's no, there. It, it's seconds. You, you get that? Like if he yeah. says, stop, stop, don't ask no questions. Just trust, submit it to him. Trust that he knows what he's talking about because he does <laughs> and that he's going mm-hmm. to do what's best for you. And so that obedience, like God can do so much more with you submitting to him. He can save you so much more with you submitting to him rather than you questioning and thinking that you can take control over the situation. Because nine times out of 10, our little Peabody brains, when we try to, to, to take control over a situation, we don't have a broad enough view to actually make the decisions that are going to be the puzzle pieces that just make everything align. God does. Let his bird's eye view like align everything and order your steps instead of you trying to control everything because you can only see so far down the road, but he can see the entire track and uh, you try to make decisions off of this little bitty view and it's mm-hmm. not, it's not going to work. Yeah, I guess this quote really makes me also think about obedience. Just about, I know me personally, there are some things where like, I know God is telling me not to do something or he's telling me to do something. And because I don't want to do it or because it's not the, it's not what I would like to do. Like, it's not, it's not what I'm comfortable with. Um, It's not something that's necessarily going to bring me pleasure right now. Um, That instant gratification because of things like that, I ignore what I know God is telling me to do or what he is telling me not to do and like Jay said now now I'm in his way now you know what I'm saying like if God is telling you something and you know it you feel it you know what I'm saying like there's no you know what I'm saying there, there there's no question about it like you know you feel it and when he's telling you to do something or not to do something just do it because you don't know what he's saving you from or what opportunity he is pushing you into. Um, and so really just obedience and, you know, not ignoring those signs, not ignoring those feelings, not ignoring those those gut feelings. You know what I'm saying? Not ignoring those voices in your head that's telling you the right thing that you are supposed to be doing, the right direction you are supposed to be going in. Because a lot of us just ignore it. And a lot of people say, you know, oh, like I pray and and um, I asked God this and I never get an answer. No, you get an answer. It just might not be the answer that you like, or it may mm-hmm. not be the answer that you have chose for yourself. And so then you ignore it and then try to make it. And then, and then things go downhill and you start to think, well, yeah, because you didn't do what you knew that you were really supposed to do. So really just obedience and um, yeah, just being obedient and yes, yeah, surrendering, stop trying to control everything and listen listen to what God is telling you because you feel it and you know when he's telling you something I like some one thing I like about this quote is that like there's two words you focus on it's like surrender and control and so Mm -hmm. we know like surrender means to like give up your control but also think of surrendering more so as an act of faith so it's not so much as you just letting go but it's more about you leaning in like you have to step into faith you have to step in like that's was saying obedience and let God do something with your obedience you have to trust it's not something it's not just like letting go it's stepping into like it's second into action it's like yeah. okay I can't I can't be doing what I want to do but I have to align myself with what God has for me to do or where with God's trying to take me or where God's trying to what 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 kind of transformations is God trying to do in my life that if I stay here in this one spot trying to hold on to control everything I won't be able to access um so I've, that's that's one of the things I think when I when we picked this quote I was like whoo Girl, the Holy Spirit gave you reflection. <laughs> I don't think the people in the back heard it who said <laughs> surrender Surrender is not letting go. Surrender is an action. It is an intentional action. Mm-hmm. You think it's, it's about doing. It's about stepping uh, into it. You just. We no, could you just got to write a note. It's been how many minutes? <laughs> it's been 10. Like, <laughs> God. Like, I'm already, I'm already for the heat. It's been 10. <laughs> we still at the quad quote. We still at the quad quote. Yikes. Yikes. Whoa, surrender's an action. Whoa, like, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And I think that goes for a lot, a lot of different things in the Bible, too. Like, when we consider things that are nouns, like, 
humility and faith and grace for God it's their verbs those are action words they command something of you because one he they he's giving them to us you know what I mean so I'm like if it takes God to do something it had it commands something for me on the back end too so that's just how I was thinking about it it's one thing to let go but after you let go like are you gonna you gonna step in you know Okay, so I got a question for y'all. Um, in terms of since we're talking about leaning in, leaning into our faith. Yeah. Um, when was a time where your faith was tested and you know, you either decided to lean in or you decided not to lean in and and how did that turn out for you? Mm. Okay. Step mm -hmm. on into the confessional. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'd recently posted about this on my Instagram on Green Line Planner. So as y'all know, I got fired in April, 2023. Um, and I knew God snatched me out that job for a purpose and pushed me into full-time entrepreneurship. Um, and this was the hugest test of my faith ever. Um, one of my greatest fears is having um, instability with my finances. And I was basically looking that fear in the eye. Um, and sad to say, I definitely did not lean in. And I feel like I ran back to the thing that I was most comfortable with and that I knew that was going to basically like make that fear shut up because it wasn't going to go away. It just shut it mm. up. I feel like if I would have leaned in and really submitted everything to God and was obedient with, trusting and following him in this time that I wouldn't I probably would have been able to kill that fear because I wouldn't have seen something greater than that mm -hmm. and it would have been automatic victory for me you know what I'm saying over that fear um but basically what it was was that full-time entrepreneurship um you know I felt like the pressure of the money coming from me and me having to pay the bills and like all this stuff it was just coming hot hot and heavy you know um and I decided to take a job and now I'm at that job and I'm really fighting a mental battle at this job and I'm probably fighting a battle that I wasn't really meant to fight just because I decided to take matters into my own hands and take mm. myself out of the situation that God placed me in Mm -hmm. um so it that definitely hurts um and I'm seeing the consequences of it now however God uses everything so even in this time this mm -hmm. battle that I'm going through even though yes I'm fighting it and it probably wasn't meant for me to fight he's still using this to show me more of him um and to glorify his name and that's one thing that I absolutely love and I'm seeing how the times that are negative or the things that we go through or the struggles they really just highlight God even even more because we wouldn't know good is good without the bad and without the trials and without the tests and without the tribulations and so I just really feel like he puts us through these tests so that we can see regardless of which one we choose him at the end of the day because if we choose to control and we choose ourselves, which the enemy that's his greatest play he knows that our default is to choose ourselves and to make ourselves our God and our Lord. But if we sit there and we submit ourselves to God and make him our Lord, that's where the enemy stops. Because think about it, all the different things that we have in this world and where we like literally fall is by the selfish desires to fulfill our own needs and our own like outlook and perspective mm -hmm. and, and, and um, timeline as soon as we give it up like the things go so much more smooth the reason why we have stress like that said is because we're trying to control things and so regardless if you step into that oh I'm going to control this you're going to go through some trials and tribulations that you weren't meant to go through but you're still going to see God because it's like I see what I see what I was supposed to go I was supposed to go down that path if you step into the faith and you actually follow God you're going to say I see you you are showing up um and you are providing um so there's there's definitely both of those things and so I'm just happy that I'm still seeing God through the decision that I made um and 
I know for next time, I know what I'm choosing, baby. Okay. <laughs> okay. I heard that. Um, I could go next. I would definitely say, um, and it's, we said, you know, something that you've gotten over. I'm still trying to try to figure it out. But, um, you know, it's a journey. Uh, but definitely a time where my faith gets tested a lot is when it comes to health and sickness and, you know, death and things of that sort. Um, and, you know, trying to, the I've realized, you know, where the gap is is because I'm trying to understand something or mm. trying to figure something out or try to put two and two together. Why did this happen? How, who, what could have been done, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I just have to realize it's simply not for me to understand and taking, you know, what from Cam mentioned earlier is like, it's not, I'm leaning into the wrong thing. I'm leaning into asking these questions, trying to figure it out, trying to understand, trying to do this, this and that. When really I need to be figuring out other things to lean into, like leaning into, you know, the beauty of it all, the support that comes with it, the things we learn from it, the just cherishing moments and memories you know and also the education that comes from with from it as well when you learn about you know um different things that are going on I mean even personally too like you go to the doctor and you figure out okay well we just talked about last episode slight plug <laughs> but you know you go to the doctor and you figure out this this and this and it's like okay what's my game plan you can't really sit there and be like oh why me oh why Da-da-da-da. you just gotta go and be like okay that's what I got what we gonna do and so a lot of times um, it is a struggle. And I feel like, you know, it's it's pretty normal because it's just so many things that range around depending on whatever. Um, but I think a big thing that I'm learning from it is that overall, it's probably not going to be something that I understand in the moment or even after the moment. But um, like we were talking about um, earlier, I believe this was off pod is that, you know, everything happens for a reason. And a lot of the times the feelings we get is because we, we're we selfish with it. We're, we have a personal connection with this. Like, oh, why is this happening to me, me, me? Or, oh, how is this going to affect me? Or it's just very personal. Um, and it's like, girl, that's not even your purpose here. Like, you worried about the wrong things. You know, um, you have to figure out that it's really bigger than just what we see um eye to eye day to day what we think we understand and so um yeah that would be definitely something that uh I've been going through you know various points in my life um and that I struggle with at times but it's really like some things is not for me to understand and some things you know give it up to God and and lean into the things that you know um could help or that are beneficial instead of like festering on the what ifs and the whys you know so yeah that's that's I have a um, a, a, a quote for you I know we've said it before Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but understanding can wait and obedience cannot so Mm. that that is definitely something when you were speaking I was like oh yes I remember Mm -hmm. we talked about this Mm -hmm. yeah definitely yeah the understanding can wait but obedience cannot that's true that is very true I feel like for me that kind of like goes hand in hand with one of my also kind of like related on Jay's note relating to health because for me it was about to be two years next month but I received a diagnosis that was directly related to my disobedience And there was Mm -hmm. this moment where I felt like I knew God was sending Mm -hmm. me in one direction and I chose the opposite. And so now I have to deal with a chronic illness for the rest of my life that I wouldn't have had to deal with if I would have just listened to the guidance of the Holy Spirit in the first place. And so, you know, that was a process of acceptance and then also forgiveness of myself because it was like, oh, I knew like I knew and it's even worse in hindsight when Mm. you saw yourself walking into it and it's like you think like you know God like if you just this one time like I like I'm sorry like I won't do it again but it's like now it's like no 
Like you chose yeah. that and you have to you have to walk and you have to live with that for the rest of your life. That is that is what you I was trying to protect you from. That's why I was trying to keep you from. You was never supposed to go in that direction. And I tried to keep you from that. Mm. And so I began to kind of like change my confession from like beating up on myself and kicking myself for what I did to now God, I trust you. God with whatever whatever this moment is going to be in the future, I trust you with it. And so I realized now coming from that, I have a better understanding of my health. I'm more in tune with my body. I know what I need to do to take care of myself. So I'm not triggering mm -hmm. all types of reactions. Cause I remember like, it was hell for those few months after I got that diagnosis. And my friends were like, you look tired and I had full body hives and I couldn't eat certain mm -hmm. things. And it just was like, my body was like, it, yeah. I was out of control that's literally what it felt like I just was out mm -hmm. of control everything was so different everything was just flipped around and I was like God what is this like I understand learning a lesson but like it's been months and I'm like I just <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm just it was the worst time and so I started to just say you know what God like I trust you and then on the flip side I was talking to my mom about it and she was like you also have to start speaking your healing in a different way it's not just praying for God to relieve certain symptoms or, you know, God, my tonsils are swollen and I can't breathe. Can you just relieve the pressure on my airway so I could breathe? It's now like completely submitting your body to God's healing, God's healing power. And so that was also a new area of submission that I hadn't, hadn't been expected or hadn't even tried to like walk in before. And so it's been a long journey. It's been a long journey and definitely in a better place now where, like I said, I've learned, you know, I know like how I need to take care of myself. I know like, all right, I need sleep. I need exercise. I can't eat this. I need to drink more water. I, in a different way, I'm more responsible and into with my health in a way that I wasn't before. And so there's a lot of things that came out of that. And then also I feel like my confession about like saying, you know, God, I trust you. And that being like literally anytime a negative thought came in my head or like, I'm tired of being sick or like, I just can't wait. Or why is the medication not working? Like I always came back to, but God, I trust you. And so that strengthened my faith and my confession to where if I go in any situation, it's like, but at the end of the day, this isn't nothing God can't handle. Like if I went through all that you know, almost two years ago and didn't know what my health was about to look like in the future. But now I'm on the other side of it. Like, and I know what it was to be in the process and be in the dark, mm -hmm. but still say, God, I trust you. Then I know that there's literally nothing else in my life that I will walk through where I can't remember that moment and be like, this is just another dark place. But mm -hmm. I got, I trust you. I'm being obedient. And I know the understanding of the revelation is going to come at the end of it. So Oof, I'm yeah. sorry, I have so many points real quick, real quick, real quick. This. <laughs> no, okay. Okay. One, yes, God is the light for us in those dark times. We need to follow that. And just how you're trying to follow the light at the end of a tunnel to find your way out, literally follow God. He is the light. And a wake up call snatches you out of control to remind you who is in control. And that's why mm -hmm. I always said, I'm like, I want to be obedient proactively so I don't have to be forced into obedience I don't want mm. to be forced into yeah this happened to you now all of a sudden I have a revelation and I want to follow God and do this and do that you know what I'm saying after I didn't get the consequence and the negative effect of it that's gonna last like certain things do not go away emotionally mm. you're scarred those scars remind you of those choices where you turned away from him but they remind you of how good he is and how he saved you now and how he healed you from it so like definitely look at those um and there was something else but des go ahead because I, I don't even remember it. um okay <laughs> um wow um so for me i'm kind of similar to jada um i feel like so far one of my biggest fears is you know reliving poverty not having money um having unstable finances um and that's like you know everybody just has that thing that thing that really just scares the dog I mean I couldn't sleep um I was having anxiety attacks like my fear for this one thing was like that bad um and in that time 
um, I just know God just wanted me. He knew what would make me happy. Um, I really wanted to switch careers. Yeah, I know you spend eight hours a day doing something that you absolutely hate. You'll be miserable. Um, and you can also get stuck there. Like I've seen, I've been in countless jobs where people have been working in the same job for 25, maybe even 30 years, and they're not happy. Um, you know what I'm saying? They spent their entire life not chasing whatever purpose God has given them. Um, and I just didn't want to do, I didn't want to do what I was doing anymore. So I did leave an industry and in, in, I want to say like four months, um, yeah, having anxiety attacks, um, not sleeping, um, stressed out, um, in like panic mode and the scared me so desperately just wanted to go out and get me another job back what I was doing before put myself right back in that situation but something also told me that if I did that I would be stuck there if I did that there would be no you know what I'm saying going out and and doing what God actually wants you to do and so in that time I just had to be actually I had to have I had to have faith um, this was a time in which I, I feel like I was obedient and I, while trying my best not to let the fear like overcome me, mm -hmm. um, I was fighting it. I was fighting it. I was fighting my hardest to like not go back when I tell y'all it was so hard. It was so hard. And I was broke. It was, it was just like the worst feeling ever. I was broke and I'm like, okay, I'm running out of money. You know what I'm saying? At the time I was getting like unemployment, but the unemployment was running out. Now I'm like really, really freaking panicking because I still got rent, car note, insurance. Like I still got all this stuff to pay for. And I'm just in panic mode. But, and that's another thing too, is that when you do ask God for something, you don't just ask him for something and then just sit. You know what I'm saying? You really do have mm -hmm. to keep, like you have to work towards something. And they know, they know half-assing it. Like you got to go all in with it because as I'm panicking, and like, I'm realizing like, I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to get through stuff quick. Like I'm trying to speed through because I'm in panic mode. Um, I'm putting in half-assed work for these job applications. I'm putting in half-assed work in these resumes. Like, but that's the thing is that, no, God wants you to go full fledged in what he's telling you to do. So after like, once it was, it was getting bad, like it was getting bad. And I'm like, okay, whatever I'm doing right now is not working. I'm not working hard enough. I'm not, I'm not doing enough. Um, so I started putting more effort into it and I could, like, as soon as I, I put the more effort into it and I solidified, like, I'm not going back. I'm not going to give up on this. I'm going to have faith. And I would have conversations with y'all about it too. Like y'all, like it's getting bad. Um, but I'm gonna hold out as long as I possibly can. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to have faith for as long as I can. And, um, I finally, after putting in that work and actually just saying like, okay, I'm not going, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to lean back. I'm going to lean in and I'm going to go harder. And as soon as I leaned in and went harder, exactly what I needed came to me. And there were even times where opportunities would come to me and, you know, it, it didn't happen. Like when I would have job interviews, I would have three or four job interviews for one job and still don't get it. It's still a no. And I feel like even like those no's, like really, really kind of beat me down a little bit and made me just think like, dang, like maybe I really do need to go back. And it's even in those moments, like where you get like really low and you feel like, well, dang, I keep getting all these no's. I keep getting all these no's. I keep getting all these no's. You still got to keep going. Yeah, You still got to have that faith. Because as soon as you let that turn you back around, I feel like that was another test within a test. Yeah, Getting all those no's. Every no is going to be a test within the test. And I still just kept going and then God finally put me in a position where I could rest, where I could feel comfortable, where I could be happy, where where I could feel a little bit more accomplished and where I could just be proud of the faith that I held. And for me to actually see that the faith will get you there, the faith will carry you to wherever you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. um, that was like my true, like my true first test. I'm not gonna say in my life but like in a long time that was like a test of myself pretty much a test just for me because I've had you know tests with my family and like that type of stuff but as an individual as a as someone coming into her womanhood that was like me being able to 
or not even me being able to take care of myself, but me having the faith that God is going to take care of me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. You, you sitting there spitting this for real. And to like actually see you go through that, you know what I'm saying? Like we all witness this, like to see you really go through that. And like for us to be celebrating the fact that you ran the race and that you actually finished mm -hmm. it, you know, you didn't get tripped up by the hurdles. You didn't turn around and say, you know what, let me go back to the starting line. <laughs> let me just go ahead and turn around now. Like you actually went through that and it is so rewarding for us. And that's the thing, like our faith and obedience is bigger than us. And it, it really influences the people around you because us now seeing that, like made us want to go harder in whatever we were doing. And even if we don't know that it really influences, it actually really did. And when we like sit down and think about it, we're like, whoa, like it's so impactful to see something like that. Um, and yeah, I really want to give you your flowers because girl, you 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 really did stick through and you really did push um, and you went harder and you did lean in. Um, mm -hmm. And that is just, that's absolutely amazing. And there are tests within tests. And it's funny because I'm going to do a recommendation later in another segment. But in the movie I went to go see, the enemy in the movie was like, didn't you already pass the test? It's just like, mm. <laughs> no, like, the, yeah, like, it don't matter. It don't matter. Like, you don't know. And, that, and that's the thing. Like, you just, it always goes down to, but you just don't know everything. God does. Like, and my thing is like, when we're so focused on ourselves, you know, that's the number one way, right? Who gave us the mirror? Because we can't see, our, naturally, we can't see ourselves. Who gave us a mirror? And if y'all think about it and really think about it hard, the enemy did back in Genesis, Adam and Eve, when Eve ate that fruit, guess what it gave her? A mirror. And then they was like, oh, I'm naked. That's the first thing that they realized. The enemy literally gave us the mirror first to see ourselves. And as soon as we started focusing on ourselves and like only looking in the mirror, that's when a whole lot of sin came. That's when we started stepping into death. That's when we stopped trusting God because we were looking at ourselves instead of looking at God. When we take the focus off God and turn it towards ourselves, that's the easiest way to walk into the enemy's trap. That's exactly what he used from jump. And that's what he's sticking with because it's the number one thing that gets us every single time. So I'm telling y'all, take that mirror away. Focus your attention on God. Like, it's not about you. It's not about you. It's so not. Like, that's just the craziest part, y'all. Y'all getting me emotional on, on here today. Like, girl, I'm, girl. After camp confessional, I'm sitting here trying not to cry. I'm, I'm. <laughs> Yeah, but that I just feel like that's just a testament to God's goodness that like no matter how low the lows get when you choose to step in faith and like Jay was saying it's not about passing one test there's going to be multiple so it's about stepping in faith every single time like and speaking life to the situations that you're in too so like when I was saying mm -hmm. I changed my confession it wasn't just God heal me from this but God I thank you I'll never have to deal with this symptom again God, I thank you. I'll never have to deal with this symptom again. God, I thank you that this is the last time I'll ever experience or I'll ever feel this way again. Like I'm sitting in lecture in pain, like pain shooting down my legs. I don't know what's going on with me, child. But I'm like, you know what, God? But I thank you that I'll never have to feel this again. And I haven't. My back hurts occasionally. And that's just part occupational, part whatever. But it's just one of them things so it's like reminding yourself to step in faith every single time it's gonna physically sometimes it's gonna be uncomfortable sometimes emotionally it's gonna be tolling sometimes it's really just going to be mentally because like Des you were saying knowing that you were so afraid to, of being in this place but you were literally in it like not wanting to go back to being insecure in your finances but not being employed it's like but you know what? I got to continue to walk out this process because what I need is waiting at the end. Yeah. And so it's there's just remember at the end, there's always going to be a testimony. There's always going to be a testament of your faith and where it got you and God's reward for that. Um, and every outcome he has planned out for us will always be greater than any plan that we try to set up for ourselves because we can't we can't see all the possible directions of where things are going to go. We can only see what's happening right here and right now. And like how Jada said, how this makes us feel in that moment. Yeah. Wow. So I have a question. 
have a question for y'all. So how, like we've all had these experiences, you know, um, and it's very easy to like go through the experience and like, you know, feel all the feelings and be like, oh my goodness, God, you're so good. But when it comes down to it happening again and again, like you saying test after test, how are we maintaining our faith and maintaining this continuous submission to God? Yeah, I think, um, cause I was coming off of what Cam just said. One of the main things that she mentioned that just like keeps me going, um, is being like, literally I, I forget where I heard this from. She was probably here, but, um, <laughs> thanking thanking god for the things that haven't even happened yet um that's the real test of faith like you're not even thanking him like oh god please can you do this or i pray that this happens like you're thanking him like thank you for getting me through this thank you for doing this thank you for you know you know that's just showing you know that it's it's going to be okay that you're you're fully trusting in god that he got this and so that's a major part of like what gets me through things. Um, and then also I would say um, one thing I would recommend is figuring out what your relationship is with God. Um, how does he speak to you? How do you connect with him? Because for some people it's, you know, mostly with dreams or maybe for you it's like, you know, the thoughts that pop in your head. Maybe it's the signs you see throughout your day, whatever that may be, but figure out what that relationship is with you and God when you're going through something you get that gut feeling where does that gut feeling come from where does that gut feeling show up um and lean into that and really you know um hone into that somebody's way that they communicate with God is not going to be the way that you do it and so you have to realize that you have your own relationship with God so please stand firm in that and don't let anyone try to tell you um what that relationship looks like um and just continue to cater to it. Um, and then my last thing, um, I think one thing that um, we have to remember is that there's a lot of instant, especially in the world we live in now, there's a lot of instant gratification, um, left and right. I mean, the speed at which our phones move is instant gratification. Um, and I think we have to remember that things take time. Greatness takes time. Blessings take time understanding if you will takes time um and so you have to let it run its course you're not we we get frustrated because it's like in that moment when it's happening why is this going on um oh I asked God for this he didn't give it to me when I wanted it or oh I thought this was gonna happen but it didn't and it's like you know seeing the bigger picture it's going to take time experiencing the bigger picture is gonna take time but you have to trust in that and, you know, um, have faith in that. Like I said, you're not going to understand it um, for the most part, but you really have to have faith and trust that um, it's it's going to make sense. And whether that be you see it making sense or it happening, but either for someone it's making sense or later down the line, you'll see it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like how I maintain and kind of the things that reoccur in my mind um, to help me keep my faith strong, really example-based looking back like Cam said at past situations like hey if I got through that right. we can get through this you know um so yeah that's that's how I, that's how I get down over here when it comes to that I um, feel like I look at oh go ahead Des. oh okay 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 I was gonna say I feel like I look at maintenance into like where I'm at where I'm at in my life mm -hmm. am I in the middle of the storm the test that low point and then the other point being outside of it so it's like maintenance in the storm is obviously you know you're you're doing the things that you need to be doing you're praying you're reading you're listening for god you're listening to god you're speaking life over yourself but then it's those moments outside of the storm that remind you that you have somebody you can run to and lean on even when there's nothing going on for you to even feel like you need to do any of that um and so for me what that looks like it's just opening my Bible app. Even if I get like one little scripture in, I'll just look for something that could that could give me give my spirit what I need to just get through my day. I think that's like really? the main thing. Something that I could think about throughout the day, something that I could come back to. Sometimes it'll come to me through like if I'm listening to a sermon, I try to listen to sermons every Sunday, even if I don't be mm -hmm. in church. Um, and if it's something that it says to me in a sermon, I think about it throughout the week and I revisit it. 
for me, maintenance is always just dwelling. Um, and that's, I think, mm. I, I don't remember what scripture it is, but I feel like there's several that talk about like meditating on scripture and meditating on the word. And what that means is to like, think about it, integrate it into your life, mm -hmm. apply it um, and revisit it. Don't, don't just let it be like one thing that you've seen in that moment. And then it's like, all right, I forgot about it. Like, hold on to it. Hide it away in your heart. I feel like that's another scripture. But it's like maintenance is really key in those moments where you don't have anything going on in your life. When you have your prayers answered, you're living in those blessings, et cetera, et cetera. Doing what you need to do um, in order to maintain that relationship, in order to continue to hear from God um and being able to recognize what it looks like in moments where you're not like god i need to answer god i need to answer god i need to answer because how he gives you an answer in those urgent moments is different from the moments where everything is you know more still um and then one of the last things that i wasn't even planning to say but i just thought about it right now because i said the word still is be still um one of the, I think it's what, I don't, child, I don't be knowing where my scriptures is at, but I know them. Be still and know that I'm God. <laughs> but the Hebrew for still is quiet, calm. So you have to get in a place of quiet. You have to get in a place of calm. You have to get in a place where you separate yourself to be able to seek out mm. a relationship with God, to be able to pray, to be able to read your word and be able to understand how that works for your life. You have to find those moments to be still. Um, and I think that's important in being able to strengthen your faith and to be able to walk in faith every day, no matter what life brings to you. I found the, um, the scripture, it's not the scripture that you were talking about, but, uh, it's James 1, 22 to 25. It says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the mm. word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Mm. And that gives freedom. That makes me think going back to control. Like relinquishing control. Well, imagine how you feel when you're holding on to control. You're stressed. Man. You're trying to, you're just grasping for something to fall in line. You're you're forcing things. You're fighting with the people around you, trying to get them to do what you need them to do. Fighting with the entities around you, trying to get them to, you know, whatever the case may be, you might be expecting for some money to come through and nobody's answering the phone. Or you trying to talk to a professor about your grade and you can't get them, you know, in their office hours, whatever the case may be. When you're trying to grasp for control, you're in a place where you, you're like kind of keeping yourself bound. But mm -hmm. if you're like stepping into freedom, it's like surrender. When you're surrendering, when you're letting go, when you're leaning into God and allowing him to do what he needs to do for you, there's freedom that comes with that. There's hope that comes with that. There's joy that mm -hmm. comes with that. And it might not be in the moment, but it's coming. It's promised to you. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, for my maintenance, I'm kind of touching on what Jay was saying in terms of like figuring out my relationship with God and, you know, how, how I communicate with him, how he communicates with me. Um, for a long time, or I want to say when I was back in college, and this is like the first time that I ever felt depression because um, I was by myself. I was not used to being by myself. Um, I was always, you know, in a household full of my siblings, like, like me and my sister shared a room since we were like middle school. Like I was never by myself. And in college, I was I felt I've never felt more alone in my life. And I started talking to myself like I talk to myself like. But I know like when I'm talking to myself, it's like majority of the time I'm talking to God. And then also I feel like it'll be God talking to me through me, if that makes sense. Because when I notice like things that I notice, like when I am talking to myself, I'm being as brutally honest and as you know what I'm saying, like I'm telling myself what I need to hear and not telling myself what I want to hear. That's one thing, you know what I'm saying? God would not lie to me. Therefore, I would not lie to myself. So when I'm talking to myself, it's going to be, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be what it is. It's going to be brutal or it's going to be beautiful. 
you feel me one or the other mm-hmm. but it'll never be a lie and um mm-hmm. it just helps me make sense of the world it makes me it, it helps me make sense of of my direction um and when I talk to God I talk out loud um and you know people will think because I feel like people used to think like like I used to like walk around campus with like headphones in my ears and like I'll be talking to myself but just so people would think I was on the phone but like really I was talking to myself and I was talking to God and I was doing it like every single day walking to class walking in between classes um you know as I'm you know having a hard time I'm just talking to myself sometimes I sit in a car no music no nothing on my way home from work and we just talking because now I'm talking but it's really we just talking and we talk mm-hmm. about my life, my direction of life, what I should really be doing. I'm asking questions. I'm getting clarification. I'm getting answers. You know what I'm saying? You know how they say, like, when you, usually, like, when you're asking something or, like, when you're asking somebody else something about your life, you really already know the answer. And that really is true because mm-hmm. I've had so many conversations with myself and with God, and he's giving me the answers as I'm talking to myself, but it's coming through me. Yeah. And um, I, I talk to myself. I talk to God all the time um and just recently because I won't say I've done it all the time but like just recently started um reading this book it's called the story and they basically just make it and I want to say easier because they do still use like a lot of the language but um the story of the bible but it just puts it because you know when people read the bible they jump around the bible the story makes it go kind of like in order and they give you a timeline. They even have like the actual timeline, like, you know, mm. the numbers, all the stuff, the stuff that I don't understand, but they have it in order. And um, I've been reading it, like actually reading it and like no BS, <laughs> almost every single story in the Bible is really just telling you to have faith and to turn to God. Like, that's the grand scheme of every single story. Every single yeah. story. Um, Yeah, I just had to throw that out there. But I definitely do plan on actually studying my Bible and actually, like, doing what Cam said and, like, actually highlighting scriptures that I applied to my life and bookmarking them and going back to them, you know, all mm-hmm. the time, you know, having, like, how Jada, Jada knows scriptures off the top of her head. That's how, that's how I want to be um so really yeah I make sure to communicate with him um even if for example let's say you you do a gratitude journal and when I do my gratitude journaling I directly direct my gratitude towards God and that's another way for you to you know maintain that is to express everything that you're grateful for that he gave you that you may not even think about like I'll go down to the little to the smallest stuff like I'm like well I'm grateful that like I even have a toothbrush so I can brush my teeth Hello. and not have cavities and deal with the pain and this, this and that. Or dang, I'm so you never even think about, oh, I'm so grateful I even have a car. There's so many people who who ride on the bus or who have to walk everywhere they go. Um, people who can't drive to point A and point B to go see their family or do whatever that in the third. So gratitude, expressing gratitude every day is probably like one of the I don't even want to say simplest ways because it's it's really not that hard to be connected to your God. He's all around you all the time. So, but gratitude is, is it, it, it really got me like to where I am. And even after expressing gratitude, like you feel better, you feel better about your situation, your perspective changes. You just, you feel good. And that is, you know, something that God gives us when we acknowledge, when we acknowledge everything that he has done. And we acknowledge the fact that what we have is because of him um so yeah that's how I maintain yeah I I absolutely love all of that and I do all of that and I make sure to to like really understand what faith is and what it requires of me um and I really do try to apply that every single day and I take each day as each day and as it comes um because every single day, it's a new opportunity. I wake up and I say, thank you, God, for another opportunity to, to walk this day out and walk this path out with you to, to, you know, do your will and to be used by you. And what really helps me maintain my faith is understanding that it is so much bigger than me. It is so much bigger than me. And it really takes me outside of myself. It takes me outside of my situation And when you take yourself outside of it and you actually like look at it, a lot of times it's not as big as you think. 
like how we were recording in potty mouth once jada said something about you know ceasefire like <laughs> all of our blue faces became nothing and so it's just like as soon as you start thinking about like you take yourself out of your own situation um writing it down can be something like that like it takes you outside of it it really makes it nothing um and and another thing too is that um I went to a Bible study and they were basically saying the, 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 the title of it was what if your friend's miracle is based on your faith. And so I have to understand that there's a lot of things that I myself just don't even see the, the, the intricacies and the connections and things like that. Like what if Desiree's faith between the time where she really was switching her career was so influential to the point where it really made me go out and like, get onto God's word and to do certain things. And now I'm having miracles happen in my life because I witnessed Desiree's faith. So your faith is so much bigger. And that's why I really try to make sure that I am not looking at God, what can you do for me? Or what can this situation serve me? I'm always looking at how I can serve the situation or serve others because that is the way that life is intended. Um, number one way to staying in my word, faith to God is like trust to us in relationships like that is the bread and butter like without trust you know human to human like we don't have a relationship nah it's not happening with faith it's the same way um that is really the same way like we ain't got no faith it's nothing there is no relationship like there's literally no because you have to have faith to even believe in me because you can't see me physically um, and so there, it's just, it runs, it runs so, so deep, um, but definitely staying in his word. And a lot of times when we are praying, um, one, we need to really be quiet and like Cam was saying, be still. And a lot of times we think prayer means we have to be saying something. You don't always have to be saying something. You just need to mm. say, God, I give you this moment. I open myself up to you. Speak to me and just sit there, just sit there. You know, you can, you can put a, you can put a time limit on, you know, you can be like, okay, I'm gonna sit here for 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? But like sit there and really like force yourself to be still sometimes. Um, and he will show up, he will show up. And another thing when, when, when you're, when you're praying and you're really going to God, a lot of times we, we think that we're really looking for a sign or a, a, like a symbol or something that, that, that he's saying to us audibly or, you know. But a lot of times what we're really looking for is scripture. Scripture will talk to you. That's why it's called the living word. Because no matter how many times you go back to it, no matter what season of your life you're in, you can read that same scripture over and over and over again. And it's going to say something completely different each time. It's going to touch <laughs> you a little bit different each time. And that's why it's so important to stay connected to God, stay connected to your word, because the more you stay closer to him, the easier your faith is, the easier it's going to be to have faith because you know how he operates, you know what his preferences are, you know what will please him and you can understand the way that he moves. So if you know how he operates, just like how you know that how your parent operates and you know that they only want the best for you, that they're a good God, they're a sovereign, you know what I'm saying? Like if you know these things, the obedience starts to become a lot easier and your response time starts becoming a lot quicker. And so it really just takes those little things. Like Cam said, maybe just opening up your Bible app, like start small. You know what I'm saying? Like just get into it any way that you can. God just wants to be close to you. He just wants to be near you. Um, and I think I sent this to the group chat. Uh, it was saying something like, Oh, like my, my spirit must be that important that the enemy and God are after it at the same time. And it's so true. Um, and you know how much God loves us. He literally gives us the answers to the test. Y'all. He gives us the answer. He's like, choose life. Hey, if you didn't know, choose life, choose me. I'm life. Like he, he spells it out. But what the enemy does is he comes in, he tries to lie, to distort, to deceive and pervert a lot of the things that God meant for good. And mm. I just, I just know, I just want y'all to know that like, if you're, if you're ever looking at yourself and you're like really questioning or wondering why or doing a lot of these things, those questions are natural because we're, that's how we were born. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're not born perfect. We're not born to be like Jesus. Um, but we're, we're striving to be like him despite what our innate, like 
default is basically and the enemy he just really tries to like bring that default out as much as possible but we have to really make sure that we're denying him and saying no I'm gonna turn and I'm gonna go this way uh, I know it's a lot easier said than done trust me um, and nobody said that choosing this path was going to be easy nobody said it was going to be all rainbows but at the end of the day just know your god is a good god and he's going to bring you through whatever so just hold on to that if you can't hold on to anything hold on to that um and that's gonna get you through y'all it's gonna get you through yeah um, and if you need to read a story like read job sorry no, go ahead. I was just going to say, if you need to read a story and like really get like a little jolt of faith, read Job. That man, Hall of Fame of Faith. Come on. <laughs> read Job. Because that man right there. <laughs> read Job. Can I get into the recs? Get into the recommendations. Oh, yeah. Dave, did you have something to say before that, though? Um, No, I think no. Uh, it goes into the next part. Okay. But well, yeah, let's get into the the wrecks. I feel like <laughs> a lot of them we already mentioned. Um yeah. on my end was definitely recommending, you know, having a gratitude box or a gratitude journal. That's also what helps you maintain and does hit the nail on that when talking about her. So yeah, that would be my recommendation. Yeah, my only rec would be um the book I'm reading now, which I did mention, which is the story. Um, they do um so there is a church. My uh, my mom in law, her church is actually reading it. So they do a sermon on the book every Sunday at eight a.m. and ten a.m. and eleven thirty a.m. Um, it's Real Life Church. So if you just go to reallifechurch.com. Um, click the story you can watch that sermon we just finished um, the story of David um, so yeah if you need a sermon to watch or if you ever want to get the book or you don't even got to read the book because they go through the entire story on in the sermon and they explain everything mm -hmm. down to a T so you don't even got to read if you're not a reader if you're a listener or you're a watcher you know what I'm saying go ahead and watch the sermon um yeah, they sing, you know, they do a, a full a full service. So yeah. <laughs> the real church. Okay. Real um life. oh, go ahead. What did you say? Oh, I said real life church. I said it wrong at first time. <laughs> yeah, real life church. Um, my recommendation, this movie really blessed me. Go see the shift. Me and my friend, we were one of four people in that movie theater. Um, but Go see the shift. It's inspired by the story of Job. It it runs deep. It will bless you. Um, definitely do that. Read Job's story. Um, and if you need, you could just Google it too. Like stories about faith in the Bible. Go watch other people's testimonies on YouTube. I used to do that a lot. Mm -hmm. They have pages for that. Um, I wish I had it pulled up for you. Um, but definitely watch other people's testimonies because the testimony comes after the test. And you'll see exactly how like God brought them through and so it's just also it's it's it's, it's inspiring it's amazing and again faith is very inspirational it's contagious um so if you need a little bit of it go watch uh go watch some testimonies and, and I bet you you'll have a lot of faith after that <laughs> <laughs> and I would recommend two podcasts one would be the just different podcast I feel like it's two young guys about our age who literally talk about every single topic it was really the thing that they, I don't think they haven't touched. Um, and so I really, I listen to them, I tap into them and it's nice to hear other people's perspectives when you feel like there aren't a lot of people your age who are tapped into God and willing to be open about their faith. Yeah. So I really like them. And I also like with the Perry's cause they just get real, real yeah. straight down to it. Um, one of the things Jada has said earlier was something I heard them say in a podcast and it was like, Oh, y'all right and it's that sometimes we go seeking for answers but like if you don't know the god that you're seeking to answer from you might be missing the fact that the answer is already waiting for you in that book um so they're like open it <laughs> find out what he says find out what his tendencies are find out how you know i mean we can't understand the way that god thinks but understand how he thinks because more than likely your answer is going to be in there 
and you won't even have to go pray for it. It's already waiting for you. Um, and I know sometimes the Bible can be intimidating. It's big. It's a lot of chapters. Where do we even start? But I'll always plug the Bible app because it's easy. You can always search an emotion. You can search a word. You can search anything. And it will give you scriptures that pertain to whatever it is that you're looking for. And you can play around with the translations to get it in a way that you can understand it and it makes sense to you. Mm -hmm. And you can bookmark it so that way you can come back to it over and over and over again as you need to. Um, So those would be the things that I would recommend. yeah you could do devotionals with your friends on there we should start one for the e yeah i love a bible plan i didn't know that yeah we can become friends and then we can invite each other i'm excited i'm just gonna go download it right now i'm not gonna lie to you yeah you can see what your other friends are bookmarking and what their Mm -hmm. comments are on different scriptures yes and when y'all do the plan together y'all y'all talk about it like after Mm -hmm. you do each day like you can share about like what you got from it and Mm -hmm. talk about it that reminds me of the the trust challenge um and how that kind of worked you know reading a Mm -hmm. scripture well how I took Mm -hmm. it was reading a scripture and then reflecting on it um yeah that's cool I like that yeah let's get into that go ahead and download yeah well let us know your name on there too so we can connect yeah, with y'all yeah, yeah. that'll be hard um one last thing because we mentioned testimonies i seen i haven't watched it but i seen this tiktok video talking about um the three-hour testimony um and i don't know what it's about but the way they said oh they said that this is a testimony that's changing the way an entire generation prays and then the caption was like three-hour testimony got me praying ferociously fervently with spit flying out my mouth thanks for putting me on like so I haven't looked into it so I can't say too much on it but I feel like I didn't come across it for no reason you know um so yeah and then our I'm next intrigued. segment is yeah like <laughs> yeah, what we talk about I'm I'm in, I'm in, yeah um so yeah but yeah so our next statement is affirmations and we didn't talk about this off pod well we did but I wanted to see if like instead of us like saying it um and talking about it maybe like towards the end of this video we could just have it play because a lot of a lot of times throughout this video we talked about being still and like quiet and calm and sitting and stuff I think this would be a good time to practice that and so like when this episode ends we can all show like our affirmations at the end one by one and have y'all if you're if you're listening this wouldn't necessarily apply but um, if you're viewing this on YouTube, you physically see um, the affirmation, the scripture that we spoke about that we want to affirm or just the um, quote that we want to send as an affirmation. And you can sit with it and see it mm-hmm. and just have that moment to yourself instead of us like saying it, explaining mm-hmm. it, you know, and so forth. So I think that would be nice. What y'all think? I think that's beautiful. I think that's a great I like idea. That. Which I'll rate this episode. I wish I was going to be a deeper. <laughs> Is it even a question? <laughs> we, we 10 deep up in here. Thank you. Like, we broke Thank the scale, you. baby. Thank you. Like, girl, I was one drop away from dropping a tear. Yeah. Girl. girl. I was over here. I got the chills. Girl. <laughs> yeah, it's real. Real deep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, but this was good. Definitely yeah, needed. Definitely yeah, needed. So, yes, I'm about to go journal right now. I got some stuff to say. Period. <laughs> Come on, I Dad. Got to say, okay. Yeah. But we love y'all so much. Thank you for watching till the end of this video because I know this one was a long one, but this was a necessary episode. Right. Um, and I'm pretty we sure you don't even care about long. the length. You don't even care about the length. You you know <laughs> she was coming for when you clicked on this video and you got it. And we got it. So <laughs> okay. And thank y'all for listening. You know, li- you know, coming this far with us. And um, I know I feel you know extremely blessed to even you know have a platform to share these things with people, especially you know like just being our age and that a lot of people our age are not you know as open, um, and are not talking about you know some of the things that we so openly touch on and um, 
It's a blessing, truly. And to even just have the the courage to be up out here doing this. You know what I'm saying? But you know, God gave it mm-hmm. to us. It's a reason. It's a reason for four deep. So yes. Love y'all. Oh, 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 oh. And before we go, we have a giveaway coming oh. because oh we are definitely <laughs> we are on our Literally second to last episode of the yeah. our season our season two so we'll have a giveaway coming december 16th so be on the lookout for that yeah. tap into the ground because yeah. that's where you're gonna find out babe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah oh, wow i just want to say that before we got off yeah please yeah. thank you thank yeah. you for that <laughs> thank you <laughs> no literally (laughs) (laughs) but no yeah thanks y'all so much um and i guess we'll leave y'all with these affirmations at the end Bye. bye